Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over if you should be stocking up on chemicals and parts in the off-season. As the season is kind of coming to an end in some areas, we still have a month and a half here, roughly, or two months, depending on the area of California you're in. The thought has entered a lot of people's mind about next season, and if it's going to be hard to find chlorine, acid, and parts. And if you should just start stocking up now, in the off-season or the coming off-season over the winter. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I kind of struggled a little bit phrasing that because here in California, there's really not an off-season, so to speak. Yes, we use less chemicals in the winter, but we're still out there cleaning the pools because we have, you know, pretty mild weather all year round. And then we have the winds from October through February. So the pools get pretty messy. And so there's no real time where we aren't servicing pools. However, our chemical usage and things like that is lower during this period of time, the winter time. And the question I think is with next season, with the shortages of this season, being really unprecedented. There's, I don't remember a time where people are searching for chlorine and acid, or when you go into the pool store and they have one and not the other, or they may have one type of chlorine and not the other types. And then the incredible cost increase of all the products out there. I mean, I just got some acid the other day and it was almost $20 for a case of acid with the returnables. So I think it's, you know, the tablets, of course, are near double what they were at the beginning of last season. So I think it's one of those things where you're kind of thinking, you know, if you stock up now, you'll kind of hedge against next season shortages, or if there are shortages the next season, you know, it's hard to say what's going to be in stock, what's not going to be. I can tell you that there's probably going to still be a lot of equipment shortages and maybe some part shortages. I know that Right now, it's hard to find small parts for things, hard to find heaters. It took me three weeks to get a heater for a customer, which again is unprecedented because they used to just be they used to be just lying around in a supplier's you know warehouse and you just grab whatever heater you want. So it's a different time for sure, and it's anyone's guess what next season is going to be like. But if I were to predict how the season is going to go. You know, it's one of those things where if you look at what happened this season, there are a number of factors that came together, the trichlor shortage, and then the companies that should have been ready for it were not ready for it. So there wasn't a, enough liquid chlorine, there wasn't CalHypo available, and that was because of another shortage, which was the box shortage, and then you have driver shortages, labor shortages, so all of this came into play. And then, of course, the part shortage was exasperated by the deep freeze in Texas, where 
a lot of equipment was sent down that way because they needed new heaters, new filters, new three-way valves, all of the salt cells that cracked, all these things that, all the pipes that broke, which created a shortage that was already, there was already a shortage before that happened, and that made the shortage even worse. So can manufacturers make up the difference in the off-season? Are, are they willing to make up the difference? I'm not sure how that works because, you know, if manufacturers allocate a certain amount of money for inventory, so they would have to increase their production and manufacturing. That costs money on their end. And is there going to be a demand for the parts next season? I think the demand will be there. They just can't predict the demand level. You know, you can kind of gather data based on how many new pools are being built and how sales were during the shortage and what people were looking for. I'm not sure if they're that advanced when they, you know, order pumps and filters and heaters, but they probably are. And they can look at 2021 data, 2020 data, and see what 2022 is going to look like. You know, and then you have the um, DOE regulation, which mandates variable pumps in most cases, because most pool pumps over one horsepower will not qualify under the new federal regulations. And this will increase the demand for variable speed pumps and, of course, the drives that go on top of those, which probably are in shortage already because there are so many variable speed pump manufacturers looking for those drives that go on top that control the pump. And I believe, like everything else, those drives are made by specific manufacturers. And there's a chip shortage, and these variable speed pumps, of course, use chips. So you have all these things kind of telling you that in 2022, things aren't going to look much better. The Biolab factory is slated to be rebuilt, I think, by beginning of spring, maybe beginning of summer 2022. And if you're not aware of the Biolab factory, this is the factory that burned down about a year ago. And this is what caused the trichlor shortage. And they made 2 million pounds of trichlor from it at this factory. So basically, it's not going to be back online until spring of 2022. Which means, you know, if you do the kind of, if you look at a calendar and they go back online in May or April or May, let's say, well, the season's already started by then. So how much trichlor can they get out? How much can they produce in that period of time? I'm not sure. I don't know how the company operates. But you can assume that since production is ramping up during the season, that there's probably going to be a shortage of some type in 2022. And then you look at the price increases and are they going to go down? So if you were to stock up on tablets, let's say you bought, you know, 50, 50 pound buckets of tablets and you paid 129, 130 bucks for them. And then the following season, the supplier has them for $90. You just lost quite a bit of money by buying them early. However, the price increase may not drop. So, you know, as the industry standard goes, when a price goes up on something, it doesn't typically come down. I mean, there may be sales here and there, but the price point may be elevated just permanently because everyone's paying a higher price for it now. So what would be the incentive for the manufacturer lowering it? Unless the supply increases and then there's competition from other trichlor suppliers to lower the price down. But it's unlikely that the price is going to drop dramatically in 2022 over 2021 from what I can kind of gather. And the other cost of chemicals, liquid chlorine, of course, went up in price. Calhypo is more expensive. Dichlor even is more expensive. And so will those chemicals also go down in price? So stocking up may not be a bad idea, 
especially if you were expounding a lot of energy searching for chlorine, and time is money. So if you're paying more for it now because you stocked up and, let, and it, the price goes down in 2022, you don't really lose out because then you're not going to be searching around town for chlorine like you were doing this season. And also, you can't stock up on certain chlorine types, so liquid chlorine is definitely out because it has a shelf life of maybe 60 days. Of course, CalHypo has a very long shelf life. Same with dichlor and trichlor. I've heard those chemicals having a shelf life of over a year, two years. Um, no one really knows exactly. But I've had trichlor buckets in customers' homes where they've been sitting there for like four years, and I still were able to use those tablets, albeit some of the tablets didn't look as great as others, but definitely they seem to hold up. And CalHypo, I've, I've found a pack of CalHypo at a customer's house, and I got to say it was probably five or six years old. So I figured I would just use it up for them. And it seemed like it had pretty good strength. So it didn't seem like it deteriorated at all in the, uh, there were one pound bags. So it seemed like it held up pretty well. But of course, it will probably degenerate to some level. And you're only going to stock up for that one season. So it's not like you're going to have it for two or three years anyway. So I don't think it's a bad idea to stock up on CalHypo. Uh, if you use Dichlor, get some Dichlor. And of course, get some extra buckets of trichlor tablets just in case the shortage goes into 2022. And I don't think there's going to be a huge price difference. If you haven't used the Segura CalHypo tablets, these are really good tablets. I think they were having a production issue this season. Mainly they couldn't find enough buckets for their tablets. But I think CalHypo is a great alternative, or the CalHypo tablets are a great alternative to the trichlor. So if you can find a few buckets of these in the off-season, I definitely would grab them. The price point is about what it is now for trichlor, so there's not going to be a huge difference right now. Um, going into 2022, I don't think the price is going to change much on the CalHypo tablets because they're kind of a novelty item, and so I, I think you're going to just pay a high price whether you get them now, in the winter, or next season. So if you could find the CalHypo tablets, I would pick some up. I really like them. They're really effective, and they have no stabilizer which is good if you want to kind of reduce the amount of trichlor you're putting in the pools with the tablets. As far as other products that are out of stock, like equipment, I mean, you could stock up on it, but it's super expensive to have inventory of heaters and pumps. So you're going to probably just kind of have to search next season for the product because I don't think many people would want to have two or three variable speed pumps in their garage or heaters. Where are you going to store this stuff? So larger equipment, there's really no place to store it. I think for small parts, I definitely would start buying small parts that were out of stock, like three-way valves, have a few of those on hand, you know, backwash pistons, whatever they were running out of, O-rings, a lot of suppliers were out of O-rings, so if you can get your hands on some whisper flow O-rings in the off-season, I definitely would buy half a dozen of those, and just stock up on the smaller parts. My garage is already full of small parts, I have, you know, maybe 20 O-rings in there right now, I filter grids, and I have pump O-rings for every pump. So I'm pretty well stocked up, and I always stock up during the off-season. Or whenever I see a part that I need, I'll buy a couple of them and kind of double my stock. So I think definitely the small parts that were in limited supply this season are going to be in limited supply next season too. So stock up on them now if you can find them in the off-season. And as far as chemical goes, I think that's something you have to kind of judge for yourself. I don't think I would buy 20 cases of muriatic acid and store it all winter because, you know, that's really corrosive. And you can't find a really safe place to store it. So on acid, I just would kind of get enough to get through the winter. And then kind of hopefully in the summer, 
that there's not going to be a muriatic acid shortage because there's really not a, a good place to store it at your house. It's going to, you know, rust everything on your backyard. If you have, if you put it near the wall of your house, it's going to rust um, just about everything that's metal. You can't store it in your garage. You can't really store it in a shed because it'll rust it out pretty good. So, you know, having 20 or 30 cases of acid in your backyard probably is not a good thing. And, you know, again, some, certain chemicals you don't want to stock up on for certain reasons. And I think acid is one of those chemicals where if you stock up on it, it has negative effects on your property. So I would not stock up on a lot of muriatic acid. And again, I mentioned the liquid chlorine has a short shelf life. So you can't stock up on that. But I definitely would get some dry chlorine and stock that so that you don't run out of it. Borates were a problem this season also. Most of the suppliers ran out of borate. And if you add borates to pools, you're going to have a tough time finding them. You know, most of this season, I would order some and then they would be out of stock. And I had to order 15 pound bags the last time because they didn't have any of the 45 pound barrels or 55 pound buckets. And so that was a problem for me, you know, charging pools up with borates. I couldn't find the borate product and no one locally here sells it. So I'd order it online. So if you wanted to do borates next season, I highly recommend buying some boric acid in the off season so you can add it to the pools when the season starts and, you know, stock up on that for sure. Because during the season, there was a shortage last season and it wouldn't hurt to buy borates in the off season. Put them in your garage or put them in the storage area. They're in buckets, you know, or bags. And so they're not going to go bad. Just don't get them wet. Um, Definitely if they're in bags, don't let the water get on them. Um, But you can store them for a long period of time because it's a kind of considered an acid, I guess, boric acid. So it's not going to deteriorate. And then I would definitely add those to the pools the following season. And of course, if everyone's stocking up on parts in the off season and certain chemicals like calhypo, dichlor tablets, borate, um, is there going to be a shortage, even a bigger shortage in 2022? It's really hard to say. I think it will affect, you know, the season if everyone's buying in the off season, which when they didn't buy in the off season, I'm certainly going to buy a lot of chemicals in the off season myself. And I think a lot of people are going to automatically want to buy some in the off season just to kind of hedge the next season and having to search for chlorine and going in your supplier, not having anything. And so it's only human nature that you're going to be looking to stock up because you really know what happened in 2021. And you certainly don't want to repeat that for your business, especially if you have a larger business and you're having trouble getting supplies. I think I would stock up on that. A few things I think you don't want to purchase, and the Pool RX is one of them because they go on sale every spring. And so if you stock up in the off-season on the Pool RX, which I don't think they're going to have a production problem. They didn't seem like they had one this season. If they run out of Pool RX, you know, that's something that would be unusual. So I wouldn't buy a bunch of Pool RX and put them in your garage in the off-season because they're more expensive in the off-season. And you want to buy those uh, in April and May when they go on sale, and you can save some money on those. And maybe some other algicides that are very common they have in stock. I wouldn't stock up on those. So kind of see what was out of stock in 2021 and what you think is going to be you know, necessary in 2022. And definitely, if you have the resources and the funds available, I would definitely have some stock of product to get you through. And it's definitely going to help out with any kind of shortage in 2022. And manufacturers are kind of mum on the fact of where things are going to be next season. But I would gather with all the new pools being built, everything coming online, and the problems we had this year, which don't seem to be 
I'm stopping or alleviating. Even when the season's winding down, I can't find chlorine. So I think everyone's wondering what 2022 is going to look like and if there's going to be shortages like 2021. And if you're looking for other recordings I've done on chlorine and different chlorine types, which are really important nowadays since sometimes you couldn't find liquid chlorine, you had to switch to CalHypo, and you had to know more about a particular product. I have a lot of podcasts I recorded on different chlorine types and different sanitizers. You can pull those up by going to swimmingpoollearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon, and then you can just type chlorine or CalHypo, and there will be different podcasts on that. I've done a couple on the CalHypo tablets there for you also. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.